the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Here I am, babies. <laughs> if you could tell by the sound of my voice. I'm not feeling any better since yesterday. In fact, I'm feeling a tad worse. But that's okay because it's Friday. Yay! Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta yeah, get yeah. down on Friday. <laughs> uh, on this rainy Friday evening here in San Diego, which is fine with me because it kind of suits my mood. Because with how I'm feeling, I'm not exactly able to be out uh, hitting the town. But I'm glad to be uh, hitting this next hour with you guys here on the Andrea K Show. Uh, lots of breaking news today uh, that we got to share with you guys. But before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. You already heard a little bit of his voice, so you recognize it because he's the one and only. It's DJ Carrot Stick. He's brunette, five foot eight. 200 pounds of cheese curds and khakis. Here he is, DJ Carrot Sticks. We're going to have to update that. They're not so much mm-hmm. brunette anymore. It's a lot yeah. more gray. Well, you know what? That's, that's <laughs> you know, that's hot for men. It's, it's women. Although there is kind of a new thing happening with the women these days. I mean, gray is becoming kind of kind of hot. For the women, uh, and I think it started with that's maybe some people say one of the only good things about COVID is that when women couldn't go get their hair did, they just started going oh natural. But let me tell you, ladies, only a certain kind of lady like Paulina Poroskova looks good with the gray hair. So it's kind of like spandex. Uh, it's a it, it, it's it not a right. It's a privilege. OK, there I said it. Um, you got any big plans this weekend, my dude? I'm going tonight to Poway. Uh, performing arts center to see Dan Mason. Oh, he's don't uh, know who he is. He's but been that performing. Like- he's he's been around for some time. He's like got like a hundred songs, twenty albums. He's he's a, a musician that's performed on a lot of other artists' albums. Oh, cool. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Gonna uh, my aunt lives out there in uh, Rancho Bernardo, so gonna gonna hang out with her. And uh, hopefully it's not raining when I'm driving out there. But looking forward to it. I've never been yeah, there to the Poway like- and uh, Performing Arts Center, but it looks real modern and cool. And it's indoors. So I'm like, mm. that was the first thing I looked up. I go, oh, is this concert outside? Because it's uh, sprinkling. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know what's going to happen. I guarantee you, though, up in Poway this weekend at the rodeo, them cowboys ain't going to let a little sprinkle or two stop them from uh, doing their roping and all their kind of stuff. I've actually never been to a rodeo, so I'm not exactly sure what happens, except I know that there's roping. I'm not sure what else. Oh, and bull riding. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, I, I was, uh, I'm not even sure where to begin with the breaking news. I was torn today of whether or not he was even going to report on this story. that Senator Bob Menendez has been indicted again by the Democrats. The first thing I thought legit, I didn't even bother to really de- you know, to, to go deep into the story because as soon as I saw that he was indicted on what wait for it, bribery charges, I thought, okay, this is nothing but another face saving, uh, you know, a- attempt to try to 
rehabilitate, particularly on the heels. What is it the Democrats do every time there's bad news for them and it's, you know, and the truth starts to be revealed as to their corruption, particularly involved with the DOJ, they would come out with an an indictment. They've run out of indictments against Trump. Right. Uh, They indicted Trump. Then they even did superseding indictments of Trump. So what are they going to do? I know. Let's go to a fellow Democrat that we hate, like Bob Menendez, who we indicted years ago, uh, no matter that he was acquitted years ago. Uh, You know, let's go. Let's go back to that. Well, and and, and dig there a little bit more. I mean, and, and to think, regardless of whatever he's accused of doing, it is in no way even remotely comparable to the crimes committed by the sitting president of the United States with his crackhead son. It's just, it's just, now I'm all fired up, even though I'm sick. I didn't think I could get fired up because I feel like I've been, you know, rode hard and put up wet, as the Cowboys say. Uh, But it's just astounding to me. Absolutely astounding to me. Meanwhile, so I don't even really care what Menendez has done. Quite frankly, even if he's guilty, I don't care. Because you know what? Biden's getting away with it right now. He's absolutely so far gotten away with it. Because we don't have the power right now in the DOJ. So quite frankly, I, I'm, I'm team hashtag Bob Menendez. I'm team Menendez. I hope he did it and I hope he gets away with it. Because why not? Joe Biden has gotten away with far worse. Oh, you know, he, he actually got some deal for his friend who's in real estate and pushed policy positions for, for a friend. Well, you know, Joe Biden sold off this country to line the pockets of his, him, his children, and his grandchildren. I mean, except for the, uh, the grandchild that Hunter had with the stripper. That one they've got to drag through the mud and, and you know, deny exist and not give a dime to and not even hang a Christmas stocking to. Speaking of the corrupt creep, child sniffing, child having showers with children, Joe Biden, another piece of breaking news today is that he has announced the Office of Gun Prevention. Hmm. The Office of Gun Prevention? Hmm. Maybe maybe I misread that. Maybe it's the Office of Gun Crime Prevention or Gun Violence Prevention. I guess I might have might have misread the title because the title with Democrats, the word games that they play, they it's always about the opposite of what they declare it is. The Affordable Care Act was never about anything being affordable. Women's uh, abortion is not women's health care, nor is it reproductive reproductive justice. It's murder of an unborn child. So they always got to play these games. We know what this is about. This is the office of the gun grabs. But you might be interested in finding out who actually is. The head. Who's going to be heading up this new office of gun crime or whatever it is, prevention? Sticks, if you can play that clip. Hey, everybody. So I have some big news to share. <laughs> we are announcing the creation of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. And we are doing this work in large part because of the activism, the organizing, the marching, the voting of all of you leaders, be it students, parents, teachers, community leaders, who understand that living free from gun violence should be a right. So we're going to work on this together. We're going to continue to fight for reasonable gun safety laws and for the ability of all people to live their best lives free from fear, free from violence. How do I get free from ever seeing Kamala again? (laughs) She looks weird. I know, doesn't she? And that just, by the way, that the 42 second clips that, that took him three takes to do because there were some jump, jump cuts in there. <laughs> only you could figure only you would know that could tell that because I had no idea. And I watched I actually watched the video. Um, OK, here's the good news, I guess. 
Kamala Harris. Remember her? What you know? The, I thought she was the border czar, right? She was named to be. She was named in charge of the uh, of the border, actually, as the border czar. And was would anybody consider her successful? What's going on at the border? So maybe the good news is that she'll be as successful in the Office of Gun Violence Prevention as she was at the border. That is, unless you realize that what's going on at the border, the mass migration, that we have now become, instead of giving, give, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, it's give us your tired, your poor, and your smuggled masses into the United States of America so that we can be the United States of murdered masses at the hands of fentanyl and the illegals coming in. All by design. Of course, none of that was her design. So even though they're actually achieving what they want to achieve at the border, I can't really give her credit. Um, But when it comes to this gun violence prevention thing, we know it's all about a a, a gun grab. Um, Not that Joe Biden even knows anything about guns and and how they operate, because here he's saying something about uh, no. If you if you think I, I, I think I'm interpreting this correctly, he's saying here today at the Rose Garden, in which they made this announcement that something basically something's wrong with you. If you need 80 bullets in your magazine sticks, if you can play that. And we did it through a bipartisan effort that included a majority of responsible gun owners. We're not stopping here. Again, I'll say it again. I'm not going to be quiet until we get it done. It's time again to ban assault weapons high capacity magazines. If you need 80 shots in a magazine, you shouldn't own a gun. Because, look, last time we did it, it worked. We also, last time we established universal background checks to require safe storage of firearms. It's time. It's time. Look. I can't listen to that fool anymore. 80 shots. I'm not a gun expert. But Sticks, are you aware of any magazine that holds 80 bullets? No. Not that I'm aware. That's like some kind of some kind of scene out of that old TV show Daddy used to watch. It was a gun smoke. Where <laughs> did they have to have like a strap? With like all kinds of bullets in it. I mean, there's no magazine that holds 80 bullets. This fool doesn't even know what he's talking about. And, but, and, and he also doesn't know what he's talking about, or maybe he does, but he's just such a pathological liar that when we had the so-called ban on AR-15s or, or, or whatever it was, the um, I can't remember what they called it back. It was done with Feinstein, I believe it was. That's when Columbine happened. There has never been a gun law that stopped any mass shooting. And Biden went on to say today that he's been at every mass shooting. I mean, I, this guy would climb, as we say in the South, he would literally climb a tree to tell a lie. There was no need for him to say I've been to every mass shooting today. Why would you say that? I guess for the same reason that he said that I, on the day after 9-11 that he went and stood down and looked down into the hole, into the gates of hell when there was no hole and he wasn't there. He was actually on the Senate floor the next day. I can't imagine a bigger liar. But yeah, they wait, they indicted Menendez today. Then he goes on to say this um, about removing members of Congress if they don't go along. Is that really what he's saying? They're going to remove members of Congress? Sticks, if you can play that. In 2023 so far, our country's experienced more than 500 mass shootings and well over 30,000 deaths due to gun violence. This is totally unacceptable. It's not who we are. And we have to act. We have to act now. And let me be very clear. If members of the Congress refuse to act, then we'll need to elect new members of Congress that will act. Democrat or Republican. 
we'll have to elect new members of Congress that will go along with what we want? I know he's cognitively challenged or dead, but, you know, that sure sounds like like they are in control of our elections and other in control of our elections. And you either go along with what we want or we, we will just simply replace you by hook or by crook. Case in point, I take you back to Michigan and GBI Strategies, which was an organization that was busted and the cover up it took place immediately afterwards in October of 2020, where in which this organization, GBI Strategies, was operating in 20 states with ties to the Biden campaign to stuff ballot boxes, basically, with a bunch of fake mail-in and absentee ballots. In one instance alone, one woman was arrested with seven to 10,000 phony ballots in one district. We're going to take a break. We come back. Coming up, we got more on the Andrea K. Show. You going to watch some football this weekend? Hmm, you might want to check out the North Carolina Panthers. We'll tell you why when we come back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Wrapping up the week. It's Friday night. Can't think of a better way to wrap up with y'all. Don't forget uh, about our podcast. You can download it wherever you get your podcast. I think we're close to being up to date on all the pods. Talk to me, DJ Skin, uh, Sticks. Where are we at with that? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know the last time I checked. That's the crack AK crew babies. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, you know, just a little glimpse behind the curtains. I, I'm war slapped out. Uh, I, I'm yeah. doing about 41 shows a week. And I've been adding. and that ain't and that's not an exaggeration, people. No, He's not so exaggerating. I'm just a little uh, behind on a little bit of everything, but I know we are working on that, and I know by next week we should be all up to date, and we should have somebody else alongside the AK team to help us mm-hmm. with everything. So looking yes. forward to that. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Shouldn't have put you on the spot. But hey, you know, we're all family here. And the listeners of the AK show, you know, they appreciate being, you know, they're a part of the team themselves. So if they want, if they want, they can call me and I'll give a recap and I'll even try to like do radio theater. I'll act like I'm you. Oh, will you? Okay. Just just call 1-800-HUNK. That's one hundred hunk. And actually, don't call that number. I don't know where that goes or what it does. That's a joke, people. Well, but well, but you are a hunk now that you've gotten rid of the Hawaiian shirt that everybody told you not to wear to the pirate festival. Yeah, well, it's still around. <laughs> it's, what it, it's, you told me you got rid of it, my dude? I, I it's in a trash bag with other clothes that I'm going to donate, but. <laughs> I was looking at it lovingly last night, and I heard I heard your voice in my head. And I, but I, I, it's on top of the pile of donation clothes. <laughs> you, you know, if it's not donated over the weekend, <coughs> then you have to. When we come back, money, you have to change your intro. Not about cheese curds and khakis. It's cheese curds and a tacky Hawaiian shirt. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, tacky clothing, Fetterman, there was all this dust up and I haven't talked about it much because honestly, I think it's absolutely disgusting. We're, we're so, you know, gone, we've so gone down into the toilet with, with our culture. 
that yes, while it's an abomination that Fetterman uh, was given a pass and accommodation where he didn't have to wear a suit on on the Senate floor and he was going to show up in his filthy shorts and, and hoodie. Um, but I haven't talked about it much because, quite frankly, you know, I, I'm far more disgusted with the upwards of Congressman Biggs is now saying 10 million legals coming into the country since Biden took office uh, and much more disgusted with the cultural uh, movement in this country that's mutilating children than I am Fetterman's dress. However, the good news is Fetterman has said today that in the interest of saving democracy, he will wear a suit. Um, I think democracy, at least our republic, might already be uh, flushed because Rasmussen has, a, at least according to 72% of Americans, Rasmussen has a poll out that says that a 72, it consisted of 998 likely voters, and it found that 72% are concerned about the U.S. becoming a police state. A police state that, quote, employs censorship, mass surveillance, targeting of political opponents, and ideological indoctrination. The breakdown was 46 saying that they were very concerned, only 23% were not concerned, and under 10% said they were not concerned at all. So uh, I think the 23% was were not very concerned. They were concerned, but not very concerned. So that was a total of 72% concerned. You have to really wonder who the, who the other uh, 27% are, because... It's just astounding to me uh, that you're not concerned at all. But I guess if you're a demo, I guess the rest of them are government workers that are like working for the FBI and the DOJ. The survey asked respondents whether they agreed with the statement that, quote, the FBI is a danger to the freedom and security of law abiding Americans, to which half agreed with the majority answering that they strongly agree. Forty five percent of respondents disagreed with 26 percent. Strongly disagreeing among Republicans, 45 percent said they strongly agree and 23 percent. They said they somewhat agree. So it's kind of, you know, it's you know, you even got some Democrats in there agreeing uh, that uh, a lot of Democrats in there agreeing that the FBI is a danger to the freedom and security of law abiding Americans. Rasmussen also asked if Democrats or Republicans are a bigger threat to the basic liberties in America, to which 76 percent of Republicans and 65 percent of Democrats uh, answered that the opposing party was the bigger threat. So this is weird to me. So even though the majority said that the FBI was a danger, the Democrats still came back and said the Republicans were 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 greater danger than the Democrats, which tells me the Republican Party needs to do a better job of connecting the dots between the Democrats and the FBI, because almost 100 percent of the FBI voted for Hillary Clinton and voted for Biden. So the Republicans have some work to do on messaging. This presents a tremendous opportunity that the Republican Party needs to uh, work on and needs to get better at messaging. Um, Okay, you still watching FBI? Watching FBI. I mean, uh, football. Oh, um, I was like, the FBI is watching me. Uh, yeah. No, ever since the Chargers left, I just don't have a, a no skin in the game. I, I, I like college football, but I don't really watch NFL anymore. That now I'm really not going to be into it since the Carolina Panthers have a trans cheerleader. That's crazy. Hello. Yeah, that's crazy. I know the, the Rams had uh, have, has a gay male cheerleader. Okay. It, it's like, I thought this, you were going to be like, oh, you know. Nothing holy, n- nothing holy. shocks me anymore when it comes to the NFL or any major sports or anything nowadays. It's all been politicized, unfortunately. That used to be our escape with sports, but no, not anymore. So, no, that does not surprise me. Well, 
I, I'm, I thought I, I thought you were going to be like, what? That's so crazy. Say, I thought you were going to hit the sound button. Say what? Say what? I mean, that is crazy. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, uh, more reason not to take your kid to the game. I, I wouldn't take a kid to a football game anyways because there's always fights and stuff. Baseball game, more likely. But even more reason to because how do you explain that to your kid? Well, uh, well, maybe this will will actually shock you then. Um, This trans cheerleader cheerleader has compared his role um, to becoming a doctor, saying that no one will stop this show. This is Justine Lindsay, a.k.a. Justin, uh, who also said, "Um, I want to change the narrative for my trans sisters and brothers just to let them know that if you have a goal, go for it. Turn that dream into a reality. Be an NFL cheerleader or a doctor or a nurse. Um, this creep also went on to say, um, talking about, uh, everything I'm doing right now, it's bigger than me. I'm setting things up for the younger generation. So, um, it's all about going after kids. And, and, and I think that probably the most shocking part of this to me is what an ugly person this is. This is not one of these men who complete the transition that well you can't complete the transition you can cut it cut, cut the male parts off it doesn't make you a woman um but there's some that can can get away with it, it, it in terms of fooling people pretending to be a woman right yeah. um this person even if this person is he's just ugly he's just ugly so it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna hire a biological male to be dancing around, pretending to be a woman. Can't you find one? Aren't there any out there that can do a high kick? They can do a herky. I was a cheerleader. We, I guess pro cheer, cheerleaders don't do herkies. But, you know, can't they find anybody good looking enough to do a herky in a skirt? Well, my my thing is that, you know, whoever this person is or whatever, are they better than the 30,000 other women that would like to be cheerleaders? Well, they could be because there's a lot of dudes that can dance. And a lot of professional cheerleading these days is really doing dance routines. I don't think if he wasn't or it or whatever wasn't wasn't trans, they wouldn't be on the team. It's for publicity. And that's the reason why they're on the squad. Well, I I think if you look at the fact that this person is black and and it's the Carolina Panthers in the South, I think that the left who has identified this trans movement as the Trojan horse to destroy America has run into a hurdle with it, with that plan with the black community because they are, have always been and still largely um, despite a lot of the cultural issues going on criminally with their, with their youth as they've been preyed upon by the government uh, they, they are not on board with this, this trans movement, not at all. And so I think that it was very strategic that we're not seeing the first trans cheerleader, uh, uh, you know, at, in New England on the Patriots, uh, uh, some white dude on the Patriots, right? No, we got to have to be a black dude in the South so that they can try to convert the African-American community and particularly children into trans. That's my theory. That's my theory behind it. All right, we're going to take a break. Speaking of the kids, it's Friday, and that means Bob Walters, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in our education contributor to see what he has dug up for us this week. And, you know, Bob always brings stories that you're not hearing anywhere else, so you definitely want to stay tuned.
news, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, this Friday night edition. Before the break, I said, y'all know what time it is. As the kids say, it's Friday. That means it's time for Bob Walters. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, well, I actually have, I've actually been better, my friend. I, I feel like I've been, I feel like 10 miles a bad road. So I'm glad it's the weekend. Uh, yeah. Always excited to talk to you, but I'm looking forward to uh, having a weekend to rest. I know you were under the weather uh, a couple weeks ago yourself. So <clears throat> hopefully I'm going to be back to my feisty normal self after a weekend of eating all kinds of naughty fried foods and watching, binge watching some, some fun series. Um, but, uh, I, I always, I, I always anticipate your segments cause as I told the listeners before the break, I said, y'all got to stay tuned. Cause Bob always brings news articles, news topics that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And I think your first item you've got on your list today about the UN is something nobody's heard anywhere else. Yeah. It's weird. Strange. Okay. The United Nations has suggested that kids can sue nations on perceived damages from climate change. I don't know if that's good news or bad news, but that's the latest development coming out of the United Nations, according to the Epic Times. Do they give any details on uh, these lawsuits? No, they simply announced that it, that they would the United Nations would respect any child who is suing um, a nation in, in, for damages from climate change. I don't know what that really means in terms of reality. Well, I no. mean, I would like it could be good news if it was uh, you can sue a nation like the United States. Um, for buffoonery, like as a child that the U.S. government has, we're got $33 trillion in debt, and yet they're continuing to wage a war on energy, on the energy sector, and trying to force uh, the automobile industry into electric vehicles and all of that. That'd be great. Um, but of course, yeah. I suspect that this is just a bunch of propaganda meant to continue to, because to, what the left strategy is, is to invoke p- fear into the minds of children about uh, how dire the future is for them, and they have no future because these governments haven't done anything about, quote, climate change, which is why we're missing some details there. So we'll have to stay okay. tuned. I'll, I'll check some other re- details I can find. I'll research okay. it this coming week. Yep, yes. I will. Sounds okay, good. the Nash Resistance, which is a strong right-wing group, influenced Florida County to defund American Library Association, which is extremely woke and has pushed books that have no place in libraries open to kids. Well, they, that's I hope news. that that's well. I I hope that the push uh, is successful. And if Ron DeSantis claims that he's he's Mr. Anti woke, in particular when it comes to children, so he should be on board here because this American Library Association has gone so far as the president of it um, being giving instructions on Zoom on Zoom meetings to how librarians can stop people like Kirk Cameron from hosting Christian book readings. And then how and then how if Kirk Cameron or somebody like that hosts some faith and family event, how they can be pushing the LBGT agenda in the middle of it. So this is this is I I love where mass resistance is going here on this, and I hope they succeed. Me, too. All right. then, despite condemnation by Cleveland Mayor Justin Blim, a Democrat, the Catholic Diocese of Cleveland passed new policies which bans LGBT expressions, certain clothing and the use of pronouns that don't match the child's biological sex. Also, use of bathrooms is limited to biological sex. This has impact on 84 private schools in the area. That's good news. That's great news. Awesome. Yep. I'm glad the Catholic Diocese is getting on board. 
Then you got another another point of good news. Nine states have now voted to stop surgery, hormone, and puberty blocking treatments for children and teens. That make that makes the total count. Twenty four states now make it illegal to do such surgery and hormone treatments on children of any age. That's that's bittersweet. Good news and bad news because it's still shocking to me, Bob that we've got so many other states, a majority of states left that think that this is acceptable when it's really, we're literally, it's Joseph Mangala level mutilation of children in the name of science. Oh, it is. Yeah. You seem like you'd go to jail for doing this, but anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Then you got the Nevada Supreme Court denied an emergency request from the Clark County Teachers Union to halt a preliminary injunction that prevented strike activities such as sick outs waged against the school district. They School district won their case against the teachers who were taking such action, which is good. Awesome. That's great news. Yep. All right. In July, Moms for Liberty, a great organization, held its national summit in Pennsylvania, which drew 2,024 candidates, Donald Trump and, and other White House hopefuls. It's a really strong organization. They jumped from 200 members to 2,000 members and are now in 42 states of the nation. And they're really quite effective. We, need, we need Moms of Liberty to do an event here. In California. Yeah, yeah. They're just beginning to, they opened up about two months ago here in California. Oh, they did. That's keep, great news. I'll keep an eye on them. Okay. Yes, thank you. College crazies. Cal State University is seeking a 34% tuition increase, hike in the next five years. This would have a bad hit for students who pay 100% of their tuition. Meantime, the new chancellor's pay, they just hired, is set at $1 million a year. <laughs> Million dollars? Yeah. Well, no, and and yet, oh my gosh, it's just uh, more and more ways in which they can jack everybody on tuition rates, and then have the Democrats say, "See, you know, the children shouldn't be; these young adults shouldn't be burdened with, you know, uh, these uh, the expense of college," and then they want to hang it around the necks of of Americans. It's such a money laundering scheme; it kills me. Well, here's a side point: the the teachers, uh, the union, is opposed to this as well which sounds, oh, that's unusual. But that's because they want a 12% wage increase this year. So it's for self-purses, self <laughs> increase in money. Oh, my God. System yeah, yeah, totally corrupt. All right. The Foundation of Individual Rights and Expression and College Pulse released an annual report on the state of free speech on college campuses. They interviewed 55,000 students, were surveyed from 254 colleges and universities, Harvard scored the worst. It embraces diversity based on race and gender, but not diversity of thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is very sad, especially, you know, given the fact that it, it, it you know, when I was a kid, man, Harvard, 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 even, you know, um, legally sure. blonde, you know, Harvard Law School. And, you know, it, it's just it's it's heartbreaking to see. The the American exceptionalism in, in all of its forms and all of its institutions being completely destroyed. Yep, it's sad. That, that's it's heartbreaking. The, it's really really been hard with the universities, which spread then into the schools and our teenagers and kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, Columbia quietly closed down this past month its teachers' college project, which for years had trained our teachers' literacy based on ideology and short shrift to phonics. They had really failed our children for decades. And now it is gone. They trained 200,000 teachers who have polluted the education process for elementary and, and junior high schools. But they're gone. They closed it up. Wow. That's good news. <laughs> um, <All right. laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, I'm surprised, actually. Yeah. 
I was too. I don't know what prompted them to do it because yeah. the main source of liberal teachers came out of Columbia uh, Teachers College. Well, maybe it's because they've, they've already made such successes of their wokeness everywhere that it's like, okay, job is done. Let's close this down and then we can, you know, spend some money elsewhere. <laughs> that could be. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. College grads, this is interesting, born in the 60s, which is uh, a lot of people, has, have two or three times the wealth of non grads. And that was really true for black students. But now those born in the 80s have only a slight difference in wealth. For, and for blacks, the difference is almost zero. The culprit, the rising cost of tuition and student debt. Interesting. Well, it is interesting because, um, yeah, because like in, in the 80s and 90s, my generation, college tuition at LSU was like $500 a semester. Yeah. You know, um, at, yeah. yeah, back then, uh, you know, at uh, Ivy League schools were, you know, were $10,000 a semester, not 50, you know, yeah. so so that's a huge part of it. But I think but I think that it's I, I might have to say that I think that that's only a small part of it. I think that, you know, back in college graduates in the 60s and even into, you know, the 80s and 90s, like in my generation, Everybody, when you talk to their choice of major, it was all tied to a choice of major that had to do with being able to make a good living on the other side of it. Correct. And people would yeah. research and see what are the jobs that, you know, like um, geology and hydrogeology and hydrology were three coming out of Louisiana with the oil industry. Geology was one of the top majors. My big sister in the sorority was a geology major. She ended up getting a master's in, in psychology. Uh, later, but you know, it was it, it wasn't because she loved rocks. It was geologists were making tons of money, right? Yeah. So that That's so, true. and then we then we shifted into particularly in the last decade or so into worthless degrees, literally <laughs> all this liberal arts crap and nonsense away from people wanting uh, to be willing to, and, and some of it has to do with work ethic and ambition as well. Um, a lot of people aren't willing to work as hard as they have to to get into a med school. And a lot of people don't want to work hard like a doctor or a pharmacist standing on their feet all day. And then they've managed to change the culture since then into people that feel entitled to make the money of a doctor or a lawyer or you know a pharmacist who stands on their feet all day without having to stand on their feet all day. Or they're okay standing on their feet all day bagging groceries at Ralph's. They just want to be paid the same as a doctor. Doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, I agree. So much for getting rant. a degree in philosophy. Yeah. You know, what good is that? Exactly. It's it, it, if it's political philosophy, like for me, when I entered LSU as a political science major, there were two tracks. One was civics, like if you wanted to go into um, government, if you wanted to, you know, go work at a government office, and the other was political philosophy. And I went that track. Well, after three years, that's why I switched my major. I got a job selling timeshare in the French Quarter. And I'm like, what am I going to do with political philosophy? If I don't go to law school, am I going to teach civics to eighth graders? I can't make any money doing that. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue with Bob Walters and all the college and education craziness. Stay tuned. A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back. This is our final segment of hour one of tonight's Andrea K. Show, and segment two with Bob Walters. Um, you got any more college crazies for us, or just in general craziness going on? <laughs> well, I got some college crazies. We'll move to some other craziness. 
The University of Kentucky faces civil rights complaints for having two race-based scholarship programs. Both are designed to help students of color, and whites are forbidden to participate in those scholarships. Wow. Yeah, it's remnant of, where, of the past couple of years. Where's the lawsuit against University of Kentucky? Just like against Harvard. And how, yeah. and, 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 and I'm hoping these are going to be shut down because, I, you know, the Supreme Court has already said that this is unconstitutional. Yeah. Well, the, the file against Kentucky University just occurred two weeks ago, so it hadn't been heard yet. But they're facing the complaint based on those two. Well, I hope they, I hope they face lawsuits. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. All right. This is interesting. <laughs> A re- revolution is in the making at California community colleges. No more grades, no more tests, and no deadlines. The only requirement is will be to show proficiency in the subject you are seeking a degree in. If you have the relevant skills, then you get the degree. Wow. No class, no college, no study, no books, nothing. To show that you've got the knowledge in the field you're seeking, like you want to be an engineer, I guess. If you prove that you have the skills to be an engineer, you don't need it. They give you the degree for free. Yeah, but how do you show your proficiency if you don't take a test? I know. <laughs> Just an interview press in a, in a closed room. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of like you can get a law degree in some states without actually going to law school. I, I, you know, I had an attorney recently, phenomenal attorney. I had to get rid of a crappy attorney I had, and I had to hire somebody new. And she didn't go to law school. But her husband was an attorney, and she studied and studied and ended up passing the California bar, which is notoriously difficult. She passed it on her first try. Um but think about taking the bar exam. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm on board with it. If you want to take an exam, that's like a three day bar exam on every subject for a degree. And it's as difficult as the California bar exam. And you can do, therefore you have the you have the, the you can demonstrate through that exam. Fine. Yeah. But 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 it sounds like here community colleges are just going to be handing out degrees. Well, if you can show your proficiency in any subject, then you can get the degree. That's weird. I, I don't know how. But see, how but I don't, yeah, but I don't know how you show your. I don't know how you show your proficiencies. That's the whole point <laughs> right. of grading, testing, grading. Uh, yep. Anyway, I got to move okay. on because see, I'm I, I I'm just uh Bob. You always bring these crazy stories to me. <laughs> I will keep an eye on it. I promise. <sighs> oh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to Yahoo News, a survey of 1,250 white college students found that 34 percent of them lied information on their applications, and 48% falsely claimed they were American Indian. 81% said they did so to increase their chance of admission, and 50% said they did get in to the college and with a scholarship. 75% were accepted by the college, despite the lies that were purported. I say good. If, if I say <laughs> yeah. if they're going to, if we've got all these colleges like University of Kentucky that are going to continue to discriminate against white students, then since I don't believe in race, I think it's a, a you know, a, a, a societal construct, particularly at this point where you've got so, you know, uh, you know, it, I mean, the, I don't want to say intermingling, but, you know, I mean, all, you know, it, I mean, what even constitutes, you know, being black anymore in this country, right? I mean, everybody's got a bunch of percentages of all different kinds of stuff. You know, we're basically one race. So if they're going to play a game and discriminate against people that they deem as white, I say that people uh, that are Caucasian, uh, if there's a game being played, get in the game and get in it to win it. I agree. That's what I say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Left out of the recent court decision 
on using race for admission, West Point is now a target of a new lawsuit which says the school values skin color over soldiers' loyalty. Students for fair admissions argues the academy should not consider race in the admission process, which it does now. That's weird. It is weird because I don't understand what that means, that the school values skin color over soldiers' loyalty. What is the lo- That's where I get tripped up, is that th- th- with this, uh, I might have to, like, do some research on this lawsuit and see what the claims are because I don't know what the loyalty aspect he- is here, yeah. and I'm not that familiar with West Point. I can send you the article. You can read it Yeah, up. please. Because yeah, this is just, get... yeah, this is strange. It is strange. All right. Then uh, we've got some bad news, which I'll really jump around a little bit here, given our time. The Girl Scouts have seen a huge change in their focus in the past two years. They now support abortion. They want equity, inclusion, and effort to remove all oppression. They remove the world is now built on structural racism. They support social justice and believe that white people benefit from unearned privileges. LGBT is to be honored. It's a sad development of the Girl Scouts, but I've seen it in the Boy Scouts as well. So basically, the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts have been completely ruined. Yes, They've been they completely hijacked. They have nothing to do with what they, they were previously. It's like I just said in our last segment. There's not an institution from Miss America, the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, to the NFL, who now has a trans cheerleader that nobody would want to look at, uh, to you know uh, Harvard, to all of them. Just every institution has been invaded and it's like a, it's like a cancer that has spread and is eaten alive and metastasized and eaten alive. It's the host body, and I, and I don't know whether or not the body can be saved. I hope it can. Otherwise, it's the fabric of this country being eaten by these Marxists and yeah. these leftists. Totally, uh, it is. All right, AB nine fifty seven, the recent pending bill in the Assembly, California, would allow governments to dictate what families can and cannot do. Any parent who doesn't affirm transgenderism for their child is guilty of child abuse. AB 665, another law, would allow minors to consent to mental health care without parental consent. Wow. And AB 10, another law, AB 1078, would require schools to include LGBT materials by law and make it illegal for school boards to vote against using these materials in every class. In in response to the Democrats' push against our kids, however... Three initiatives are being pressed to get the ballot, these ballot points to stop all this contact and craziness going on. And I urge people to get a hold of Protect Kids California for details on these three petitions and to get involved. These three petitions would stop all of these results of these three pending assembly bills. Yeah, because, you know, it's... I don't know why parents haven't already shut this down in the state of California. It's hard for me to believe that the majority of parents in the state of California are okay with this, or is it just that they're not hearing about it and not enough people are are really talking about the, these issues. Um, So it's, yeah, uh, everybody needs to go to protect kids, California and get on board because there is success when people push back. We know yeah, that we know that there has been success, even even here in the state of California, when there's been pushback against stuff. Public and aware because the leftist media doesn't bring it up. Nothing. Yeah. All right. We um, we're about out of time. So I think it's time to support We the Kids. Yep. We the Kids, a great organization that helps parents train their kids to be proud of America and know something about their history and the Constitution 
and loyalty to this country, despite what they're being taught in the school. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.